Well, I guess we know who's uh, going to get introduced first because the uh, stupid producer over here didn't take his name off the damn screen. What's up, everybody? I'm Kevin Pillow. <laughs> hey, at uh, Voice of Reason 23 on all social media platforms. That's my dude right there. The man with the fastest internet in Palm Springs. He is Jared uh, Kabakungan at also not Jared Comics 42. You, my dude, have yeah. found out the hard way. Hmm. That when your internet goes out, your life sucks. Bro, I mean, like, I always kind of knew that. I, I knew how, you know, even though being pretty tech savvy, uh, how um, incredibly reliant I see certain aspects of my life, just how reliant I am on the internet or just having internet access, man. And so it, it's crazy. It, it sucks. It's it's very much in the sense now it's like you know what my life would be uh, without electricity type of thing too. Yeah. And so it's it's wild. Yeah, um, my internet, my internet got kicked out sometime at four p.m. La- uh, yesterday, or four or five p.m. And from what I'm from what I heard, it's a uh, it was a citywide or like a couple areas that happened to for quite a while, like at least six hours or six seven hours. Uh, for multiple areas in you know the valley we live in, not just here in Palm Springs, but also in Cat City, um, Desert, a couple other people, a bunch of people has been uh complaining about it, and so, and so yeah, just 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 think, man, in 2022, where the biggest thing, one of the biggest things that can happen to you is that one, your electricity, and specifically in the desert, your electricity goes off or you have no internet, and that powers everything, and so it would suck. He's like, it would suck if. If I would live in a, you know, hopefully soon, if I live in a smart house, right? And yeah. Everything was powered by the internet, right? Everything. And that would, like, you can't open doors. You can't open, you know, garage. Uh, everything is is told to be run by a certain meter from the internet, from your Alexa or whoever it is. So it's uh, good. But it is what it is. I'm working now. It's uh, got the stream running up and running yesterday and today. And so... But yeah, that's just a long-winded, uh, a long-winded statement for you to say hi. How you doing, guys? It's been What's a minute. happening? I am. Yeah. Again, I am one of your hosts, like you said, uh, Jerry Hoonan. And so, yeah, it's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It, we've been trying to do this for the last like two weeks now, at least. At least, so. um, we've been promising uh, mm-hmm. doing Batman. Doing, and I think that was like the last one we did it was like about a week or so before. Um, hmm. The Batman came out on HBO Max, yep. and I finally broke down and saw it. My wife and I watched it and hmm. um, didn't know what to think of it. We didn't dislike it. We enjoyed most of it. Um, I hmm. think it's. Um, I think the most I'll talk about it right now, and, and we'll do like a kind of a, a food for thought on it down hmm. the road. But um, I do still kind of I'm partial to the uh, to, to the Nolan verse. Um, hmm. You know, I'll even go as controversial and say that I like Batman Begins more than I like The Dark Knight. Uh, I know mm. that's a, a controversial statement. Um, mm. But, yeah, and if you guys, if you hear weird noises in the background, I've got a massage going on on my, on my shoulder. Um, yeah, man. If, you, if you've been a fan of the show um, long enough, you know that um, last year for about six months, I uh, dealt with a, a severe pinched nerve in, in my left shoulder and just every waking moment of the day. And in some cases, sleeping moments was, I was in agony. And um, so it's kind of come back. And so I've been just trying to like, okay, how the hell did I get rid of this last year? 
And of course, I'm like a month away from going on a big family vacation to Orlando, oh. so I'm a little concerned nice. about uh, an airline uh, airplane for six hours or whatever. It is. So, mm. uh, nonetheless, yeah. So it is. Uh, it is a Sunday night. We're back kind mm-hmm. of to where we used to be. I know we were doing for a while. We would do the bonus episodes. What we've been doing yep. on Wednesdays. We do a Friday Saturday show. Um, we were doing like a Friday Saturday show, but uh, we're yep. doing a Sunday because that's when JR's internet would cooperate. And hopefully, that's for <laughs> the rest of the show. Yeah. And uh, this is um, kind of just playing catch up. The last time um, that we uh, we kind of got together, and, um, and I'm, I'm looking at the script. Did you send me the right script? Because I thought we talked about WrestleMania and WonderCon and stuff like that. No. <laughs> That is not the right one. It it should say episode. It should say episode sixty eight. Actually, uh, okay. And I, yeah, upload the wrong actual. one. <laughs> Let's yeah, the, try that again. It's it, it's funny. Uh, what, because when uh when Kevin he looks for that, it's because uh I it's been so while it's been a, quite a while, right? Where we actually had a quote unquote uh, episode. There it epi- is. Yeah, episode right, and so uh, I think I put sixty eight for the last one, but that wasn't sixty eight. Wasn't the actual podcast episode last time we did this thing? It was sixty seven, and so yeah, when I put sixty eight, actual, yeah, that's the that's the yeah. I was just getting ready to say, like, dude, we talked about a lot of this already, (laughs) and um, to kind of a full disclosure, uh, I have um, you know, I have a a little setup that I like. Mm-hmm. behind the scenes and i've got my mac imac big 27 inch imac here in front of me that's our main screen that had that i had the camera i could use and plus um i'm thinking about doing a different setup we've got this new couch behind us and um i was thinking about actually hooking up uh, an external camera and using the couch as mm-hmm. the uh my place of uh my place of chill <laughs> um but uh, no gonna go with uh, stick with what works but i have my uh my macbook pro sitting here to my left and then my, um, I have a, uh, a uh, iPad Pro, and mm. it's kind of like my secondary screens. Um, I used to have a, um, a secondary monitor here to my right, but that has been since taken down. It just, it just wasn't working out. It was too much to the, uh, to the setup. So a little behind the mm. scenes action. So if you see me kind of looking to the left, um, one, I'm probably stretching out my neck slash shoulder, and mm. the other thing is I'm looking at the script. So getting right into it, um, let's just, talk about. Just- Real quick, uh, in, in the con, in the uh, I, I liked how you commented on cons real quick. Conventions on the topic of conventions, actually, we had one coming on right now in our yeah, valley, yeah. Comic Con Revolution, and that was actually one I kind of want to go to, but it was it would really last minute type of thing. Yes, yeah, where uh, the actually one person I did want to go support a lot is is our friend here at the Valley Jaeger, yeah, uh, Jaeger Andrew Jaeger, great artist. I used to actually. I used to um, collaborate with him on a comic book that we that came out here in the desert a couple of years ago, Hundred Thieves, <clears throat> and um, yeah, he's actually out there right now. He's in the he's in the um, he is situated in the artist alley, uh, artist alley right now. He looks like he's doing great, man. Good for yeah. him. Uh, big shout out to him. I know I'm pretty sure the event is already is already finished, but you can you can definitely put his uh you can definitely find his his Instagram his art Instagram out there on the uh out there 
Yeah, I think I just reset redone. I just redone it. Yeah, you can find yeah, you his can profile find, out you, there. You can find his profile. Um, he's like it's Jaeger right. Art or something like that. Um, yeah, uh, Jucifer, Jucifer Art, Jucifer Art. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, he, I've got a uh, a top secret commission that he's working on for me. <laughs> um, he did two for my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, that he's finishing up, and then he was finishing up one that he said he was going to try to work on. Uh, I said it was going to be a perfect um, mm-hmm. commission to work on while at the uh, at uh, um, Revolution. And yeah, uh, yeah on uh, the uh, Comic Con Revolution Ontario, it's about I'd say about an hour and a half drive outside of the valley yeah. from where we're from. Yeah, it's actually one of the better quote unquote little cons. Um, they usually have a great, great crowd out there. I know they lost a couple of guys. I think um, uh, who was it that backed out at the last minute um, because they they came down with COVID? Um, but oh, uh, they had Claire, yeah. Chris Claremont was there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was kind of a bum. Well, it's kind of a bummer, and I really I wanted to go uh, just to meet these guys. Was an opportunity to meet uh, Billy Gunn and uh, Jesse James, That's aka right. the New Age Outlaws, uh, mm. the the tag team champions of the world. Um, I, I completely forgot about that. I, uh, I had an opportunity, some tickets today, just couldn't go. We were my wife and I are, are working on um, a couple of a uh, couple of things. Um, we're we're actually trying to we're. We were actually, actually it was funny. We're out shopping for a car this morning, and nearly bought a house instead. Uh, so we, I might be moving, um, not too far from where I'm at, actually, but uh, nonetheless, um, yeah. So I got got that going on. Uh, but yeah, uh, Drew was out there. It was really cool. One of our guys yep. with, and mm-hmm. I posted on our my Instagram uh, page at Voice of Reason twenty three. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, you know, it's kind of cool. Like, you know, uh, you finally get one of your friends with one of those Comic-Con placards with their name on it and put an artist alley. It was just kind of like a, a surreal, surreal moment. Um, like, I know that guy, you know, hey, you know, but uh, yeah, um, it's, Drew's, yeah, Drew's it's, doing great yeah. things. And yeah, it's gonna be really cool. Fun. Yeah, it's gonna be really cool. Um, hopefully he's going to continue to do uh, to do more artists. I do really want to get him on the podcast and you have it. I haven't been interviewed as well as just like, you know, just go out there and support him wherever he's going to be. I, I know that he's said it before. All right. If you, if you're following comic asylum PD on their Instagram, they actually had like a small, like a small interview on their end for their stories. And he's been saying that, and he's stated that he does want to do this again. And hopefully uh, we are more able to not just support him, not with just with this podcast, but more so just wanting to see him out there. So it's cool to see him out yeah. there. It, it's, uh, Comic, comic revolution or yeah that's a good time anyway a revolution is has always been a good time really fun yeah. really small event for just taking out the family on a saturday and sunday as well as just seeing you know chris claremont you know chris claremont's there george perez was there last year or yeah he was there was it a year or two years ago for perez? well i know he was in it may have been a few years ago i know i yeah. saw him in vegas um okay. and met him and was an absolute sweetheart of a man. And of course, we lost George Perez just a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Uh, he uh, fought gallantly for with his uh, as cancer. Yeah. Um, but he decided a few months ago that for the for the betterment of, of everybody, that he was going to just not. Uh, yeah. Take not do going... any more of the treatments. He's like, it's yeah. it's not working. Let's just let me live my life. Yeah. yeah. So it was, uh, he was also there a couple of years ago, another for George Perez. He okay. did, yeah, he, because he wanted to do his final tour, his, his final leg of his, uh, uh, of his contour, right? And then he just picked everything. And I know that he was there a couple of years ago. 
George Perez was there. Uh, yeah. Chris Claremont was there, and a bunch of the people were there at the time that <clears throat> that I did go, and so that was fun. That was really fun to see. Comic Con Revolution is definitely one of those events where, like, if you don't want to have the big old Comic Con, the the San Diego Comic Con event, or even like the um, or even the um, the one that I go to, I forgot I, the name is WonderCon. Uh, that's just a good event to go to. You know, just yeah. brings people along and see what an actual comic book Comic Con looks like, a small event one, and yeah, to see if you want to just see if, if it's a good taste for you. But from what out from that, man, uh, there's a lot of news that we've missed. A yeah, lot. let's I- get right into it. Your boy actually has been rocking some PlayStation Five on mm. uh, our Twitch channel at PS Comics. I love you on Twitch. Uh, PlayStation Plus revamp, uh, three tiers. The uh, this is their um, this is their cloud service game, right? This is their on demand. It's uh, yeah, it's it's very much going to. It's kind of also replacing the current uh, PlayStation Plus, but like it's the same as well. It's weird because uh, it they're going to do a tier system like uh, like you said, and it's one of those things where like if you just want you know the regular PlayStation. The regular PlayStation Online, right? That costs that costs the same price for every year or month or or a couple or a couple months. It's the same thing. It's just going to be the exact same service. It's going to have two more services over that, where it's very much resembles. I'll say that it, it closely resembles that of the uh, Xbox, uh, the Xbox, not live, but the uh, was yeah. So what? What? what for those who don't know, live streaming for Xbox. Um. Yeah. You have PlayStation Plus, which for years has been um, their version of Xbox Live. It's been their their online yeah. environment, so to speak. Yeah. And you needed it for, you know, uh, like, for example, I was an Xbox Live guy, and you needed to have Xbox Live. And, and it was funny, it was like Xbox usually got first dibs on the DLCs for, like, Call of Duty and, and whatnot. And, um, you know, I was okay with, and everyone's like, well, "Why are you paying for Xbox Live and and you know pl- and PlayStation Plus is free or whatever it used to be?" Um, I'm like, "Yeah, but we pay for it and we get these DLCs like weeks in advance." And when I remember when I made the switch to PlayStation after being an Xbox fan for so many years, it just wasn't very good. Um, it's gotten better the last few years, but from what I understand, like JR said, you have PlayStation Plus, which was their online environment. Um, and then they, which they had different, pay, different tiers. Now they have, uh, uh, again, you have PlayStation plus Xbox live. Then you have their cloud streaming, which is very similar to Xbox game. game plus, pass. I think it's called it's game, game pass. pass. That's right. Yeah. So, um, looking at it right now, you have the essential, um, you say, okay. So games to be included in the extra and premier tier, uh, 56 yeah. PS5 and PS4 exclusives, while Premier tier uh, members will get 29 classic catalog games from and 29 PS3 games. Um, we can go over yeah. the um, yeah, uh, the... it's yeah, yeah, it's just more so this like um, in order to kind of like uh, make it a little bit more clear, it's basically the three tiers are that essential, extra, and premium, and what. I was an Xbox guy back then too, because I I originally did play Xbox Live. I had the original Xbox, Xbox 360, of course, and uh, I did not go the Xbox One around the PS3 era or the PS4 era. 
I got I got with PS4, even though I got PS3 as well back then. And I I will say from this going from both Xbox and PlayStation, there's not really that big of a difference for me in the sense of online type of thing. Like sure we got we got the uh, I will definitely say during the Xbox 360 era there was a lot more for the live servers there. The second became PS4, and the biggest content was Call of Duty for the at its time. It's like it's it changed dramatically at that point. But overall, yeah, the the overall infrastructure for for PlayStation definitely did changing across the years. And so this uh, this PlayStation Plus revamp was just for me it looked like a direct comp- uh, for them to be in somewhat competition for that uh, for the Xbox Game Pass. But like just the stuff that uh, that they're announcing, man, it's it's pretty. It, it is a lot in the sense we're like they're they're saying if you want to do the premium or the or the extra or the premium edition man you're getting like all the ps5 ps4 exclusive like yeah there's a lot of really good games too yeah Yeah. um that are on the tier so just to name uh some of the games that look like that we're gonna be uh where to go shoot Mm. yeah but um Alien, yeah, just to be, when you find it out, just like yeah, Alienation, got, uh, Bloodborne. Yeah, all new but, PlayStation Plus game lineup includes Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Demon Souls, Ghost of Sh- uh, Tsushima, uh, Director's Cut, yeah. NBA 2K2, and more will uh, join the service, and of course, well as a lot of the, the 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 PlayStation Studios games. And uh, the two games that jump out at me most notably on that list are Marvel's Spider-Man and Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales, both from Insomniac Games. By the way, I need to finish Miles Morales. I never did finish it. Um, never finished Avengers either. Um, but that's understandable. Uh, that's understandable. Not not the uh, Miles Morales, but that the Avengers is understandable. The Avengers uh, did it live up to the hype? No. Did it surpass the haters? Yes. <laughs> um, there's plenty of it that I liked. There was plenty of it that I didn't like. Um, I think that if you're going in with any predetermined notion of what these characters are supposed to look and sound like, you're going to be severely disappointed. I'm not saying that they're straight up like Chinese knockoff versions of the characters. I mean, they look like Iron Man. They look like Captain America. But they do not look like Chris Evans. They don't look like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. They don't look like anything from the comic books either. Um, the the Tony Stark in the game kind of had a little bit of a knockoff Robert Downey Jr. Hmm. kind of um, feel feel yeah. to it. Uh, but everything yeah. else was was uh, it was a lot different. Um, I, I will I will say the one thing though I I feel like the one uh, more apparent or like at least like one to one. One to one character from that whole thing was Kamala. I'll yeah, say that. Kamala was by, by far the best part of the game. Yeah, um, and that was and that was the point because the, the 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 focal point of the uh, the focal point of the game. Um, sorry, I, my mouse was acting kind of weird. I don't know why I was putting up a bunch of different hashtags. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it was by far the uh, she was probably the best part. Probably the best. But again, I, I think a lot of it had to do with she was the focal point to the game. Yeah. Just uh, yeah, as well going back here, man. The the list here, just like just a bunch of like first party development stuff too, like Ghost of Shima Dredge Co. Which could think the game that I'm playing right now on our Twitch channel, PS Comics. Yeah, I yeah. love you, Twitch. Uh, Gravity Rush Remastered, uh, Gravity Rush Two, 
there's Horizon Zero Dawn. Then there is going to be the Infant Second Son. That's that's a great freaking game. I play that. Uh, what's called, what else is on here, man? Freaking Resogun Returnal, which Returnal's a, a, a brand new spanking PS5 uh, PS5 game that came out in the last couple years, in the last couple months or so. Last of Us Rematched, Last of Us Left Behind, Until Dawn, Uncharted, Uncharted, the Drake's Direction, uh, the Nathan Drake Collection. That's a great time. Like, I, there's a bunch of stuff on here. That's crazy. And that's like, that's just the first party stuff. The third party stuff that you did talk about before Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Batman, uh, Batman Arkham Knight, Far Cry 3, a bunch of Ubisoft games, uh, Soul Calibur, Resident Evil, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, freaking, uh, <laughs> uh freaking, uh, my my possible dark horse to come back to probably be a great game for uh the i can't say the year but i, I guess say a great comeback for the year uh, cyberpunk 277 like a mm. bunch of these games is like coming like looking like it's really freaking great and it's a strong lineup for the launch of uh for ps plus and the premium or in the premium version of course they're uh the, one of the biggest thing that they they are trying to target is that they're trying to get you know the older ps3 games and for those in the know, like the reason why it's so hard to access PS3 games on like PS4 and PS5 is because the actual processor for it is just so was so different for time. The cell processor, and it's just yeah. so hard to code games or try to properly or to properly like uh, port games from the PS3 to PS4 or even PS5 now. So what they're trying to do is have full-on simulators, or I forgot the term at the moment, but like full-on simulators em- to at least emulators, the emulators to try to of course emulate the game but it's going to do it via cloud streaming and that's going to be for the premium of the premium versions of it but yeah it's it's insane it's insane that how they're trying to do this now and granted even though i did say it's a direct even though i did say they'll try and compete with game with game uh with xbox game pass it's just looking at the titles too it's very i can't say calculated but it's a very handpicked in the sense of like it's trying to showcase sony more so than anything else well not to knock on anything xbox game pass is doing xbox game pass they're trying to do netflix of, of of video game streaming right now and that's a different kind of category while i see here for playstation they're i can't call them anything honestly i can't really call them anything for like a streaming type of comparison it's just more so that they're just trying to go with like oldies and goodies certified oldies like you know jacks 2 jacks 3 uh freaking jack at combat racing from old playstation like ps2 games ps3 games even though those last three were ps4 games oh funny enough but just yeah it's a bunch of these games look like look like i have a really good really good time and they're gonna be you know cloud streaming so that it doesn't it's not gonna affect your memory hopefully not yeah uh, when it comes out because the memory thing is still very much a problem for p for ps5 but what are your thoughts on this man you know i i i think a lot of what microsoft is doing with trying to come to to be quote the netflix of, of of gaming is that netflix was talking about getting into the game and basically trying to beat um sony and, and microsoft to this game to this this whole new market. Um, I, I like it. I think this is the direction that we kind of expected gaming to go. I think that when they announced both the, the new Xbox and the new PlayStation back in 2019, 2020 was that, you know, there was a version of the PlayStation, I think specifically that didn't have a hard drive. 
or very yeah. minimal hard drive. This was it was designed for streaming games. Oh yeah, it didn't have a um, a CD that a CD drive. Didn't have a CD drive. So, yeah. um, sorry, I got bugs. Flies. It's hot. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's, it's a hot mess, dude. Um, yeah. This was inevitable. I, I don't mind it. Um, I think that this is the direction that a lot of medium is going. We're seeing. Um, you know, we're seeing it happen more and more with with. Uh, mm. uh, I, I think literally the only thing keeping the Blu-ray business in in uh, in business is Steelbox collectors editions. Um, you know, that's about the only time like I'll see, um, uh, I'll see people post on 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 like Reddit or, or message boards or something like that, or on Facebook or Twitter. Mm. When hey, okay, when's you know, like right now, when's Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming out on digital? Because they know that typically digital copies come out before Blu-ray, and I and I found that out a few years ago with um, with Deadpool. I absolutely couldn't wait for Deadpool to come out on Blu-ray, but it was going to come out. It was going to be another whole month before to get it on Blu-ray. And my wife's like, "No, I want to watch it right now." So nine o'clock came around, came around, went on iTunes, downloaded Deadpool, paid twenty bucks for it. She's like, "Are we still going to buy the Blu-ray?" And I'm like, "No," and we haven't bought a single Blu-ray. And I think that that's kind of the same deal is like, I'm wondering now if this, that's going to happen too, is you're going to have those, those, those customers too. And I think this might be um, appealing for new games if hmm. they, cause I know a lot of times with these, with these streaming um, I know this is still new, hmm. but the idea of a digital copy of a game um, usually doesn't come out. I don't think usually comes out now. I think that Nintendo does. I'm not 100 sure on, on 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 Sony and Microsoft. Maybe they do, but I know that um, with movies, they they still have a physical copy. They still do a physical copy of a of a movie, and that mm. the digital iTunes, Amazon Prime, and stuff like that. That stuff comes out almost a few weeks before um, a, a physical copy. So I think it would be kind of a, it would be kind of cool with this streaming service with both a game uh, with both the Microsoft and the Sony is go to the um to, to the developers because i really think you, you need there needs to be a, a universal uh, decision on by the developers is like hey we want to dangle this carrot in front of uh, customers to get into our service because people are gonna go like why would i do this streaming service when i've got i still have the games and obviously like jr mentioned is that you have you know there's a lot of games like especially in playstation 2 playstation 3 hmm. that don't play on the ps4 or the ps5 um, and now you have an opportunity to go back and play the entire Grand Theft Auto series, maybe um, hmm. play both versions of Red Dead Redemption, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, I'm wondering if they could dangle a carrot and say, like, hey, if you guys sign up for our streaming service or our, our online service, you can get new run games, get NBA 2K22, get Spider-Man 2, uh, whatever it may be, uh, a week or two weeks before the rest of um, the rest of the people that, you know, the pre-order the games. I don't know. It's an opportunity. I, to just... I feel, yeah, I feel like they every kind of do not, not more so a week or so, because I think there's a, a very strict NDA uh, where it has to, they have to meet like certain treat dates, right. For the whole world, because. Oh, no, I know. I know. Yeah. But like, it, it's, it's also in the sense too, like, you know, it wouldn't really be fair for like, you know the major markets, right? Where the major markets, specifically America and Europe, right? If they get the game ready above, you know, those in Asian markets already, like a month or so before Asian markets. Yeah. And so, you know, you <laughs> just kind of say that, oh yeah, you can get you get the game again for another 
a month and a week and a week before these other guys do is it would be I don't know it, it wouldn't be that great. But I will say too though there is this uh, there is this um is option to preload this game your game already if you did buy digital your game's gonna be there two hours before it drops. Is that right? It'll, you'll okay, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, you can download the game, and there are a certain portion of the game will be out already for you to enjoy. And then once twelve o'clock hits, or whatever it is, right for your for your whenever the game officially drops, the the rest of the game will then be unloaded for you, and you can play okay. the whole thing through. So that's the thing that's maybe going through. The PC gamers have been doing this for years in the sense of like just like they don't they don't really carry like uh, you know like hard disk games anymore. Everything's digital. Nearly everything's digital. You know, Steam. Oh, yeah. That's the reason. That's the reason why Steam is a huge like conglomerate now is because they they kind of just got done making video games and just. Freaking and that's what this, is, this is yeah. what this is competing against. This is competing against for those who don't, they're not competing against one another. PlayStation and Xbox are no longer competing against one another because yeah. at the end of the day, you're gonna people are gonna pick sides or they're gonna pick both. Yeah. But they're, they're competing gonna, against Steam. Yeah, they're, they're absolutely it, they're, they're, it's yeah, what, what Microsoft's been trying to do for the last year or so, or the last couple of years now, that especially with Game Pass, that they're trying really you know mark up the pedigree, seeing keep having people, you know, have it have a reason to to get game pass and not just on your pc but on whatever your microsoft uh device is connected to that's a huge thing and i i feel that's the reason why i'm not saying that you know microsoft games don't look good it's just you they, i see it when they i understand all this tech they have and all like how stronger it is the xbox you know series x is in comparison to playstation right playstation 5 it's just that it's not really capitalized yet but I feel it's more so the fact that it's just a strong enough streamline or just a bigger streamline for it to be uh, to be able to play that specific game at a, at a higher frame rate or 60, 120 frames per second at 4K off of anything that Microsoft has. Not just your console games, but as well as like, you know, on your PC, as well on your, it might be if you have a, a Microsoft, I don't know, phone or tablet, just that type of stuff, man. It's, it's, it's crazy to think of that. But going back to PlayStation, I do feel it's, yeah, it's. I feel like this is their version of like, okay, let's let's try to have maybe compete against Steam, but at the same time, it's still a streaming service. This is one a one house type of market, and we'll try to see how it just works from here. It will be more specified in these games. We're not. They're not trying to do anything what Game Pass is doing in the sense of like, you know, Sony doesn't have. Well, Sony has phones. Sony has TVs, but they're not trying to. So far as today, they're not trying to see. They're not trying to have PlayStation Plus Premium on your on your TV because that would just co- that would just you know totally destroy not destroy but like you know totally give you a reason not to buy PS Five and so yeah we'll see how that goes man well we'll, we'll see what happens we don't know yet of any mobile version of the, mm-hmm. the PlayStation we do know there is technically a mobile version for Game Pass not an app mm-hmm. but you can get, go to um, I think Microsoft Game Pass's website. And mm-hmm. download a web app onto yep. most of your mobile phones. I know that right now, um, because it is a direct competitor to Apple Arcade, even though it's not a direct competitor. I mean, Apple Arcade is a completely different cloud uh, service game for mm-hmm. Apple. Um, Apple is not allowing Microsoft to put their um, Xbox Game Pass cloud system um, app on uh, the App Store yet. I think that I think that will change. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do have it. I was trying to try to share the screen, but I do have on my iPad. Um, I do have the um, now it's not wanting to connect, but 
nonetheless. Um, I, I have Game Pass on my uh, on my iPad. It's funny as I signed up for the, uh, the 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 one month free trial, and that's how they get you. Uh, yeah. I forgot about it, and I've I've been downloading. Uh, I've been paying for it for like the last two months. And the really the only reason I got it was um, I've always been since I've been working since I used to work at Best Buy. I've always been a fan of Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator. And I know that they announced um, a few months ago that Microsoft Flight Simulator was going to be added to Game Pass. Hmm. Um, you know, that's the beauty about Microsoft is that they have so many titles that aren't just on the um, the Xbox that they're yeah. across multiple platforms. So uh, it was one of the first, I think, Microsoft-driven. Uh, PC games that is being added to Game Pass. So mm-hmm. um, I'll give a more detailed opinion as we get into it. Maybe this will figure out a way to do it. Um, maybe we'll stream some games and stuff on Twitch. Again, yeah. we encourage you guys to go over to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv. Um, I don't know if I'll bring it up right now. Twitch.tv. Uh, search out uh, PS Comics. I love you. And JR doing a lot of uh, streaming uh, as of late uh, the last... Uh, yeah. the last couple of weeks when his internet's uh, working so yeah I, I will say this too the prices for it the the essential prices or for the playstation plus place essential or you know premium version you want to call it, the, the three tiers are very much there are three tiers and the first tier is very much the same as the regular playstation plus right one month ten dollars three months 25 uh and one year is about 60 bucks right and so it's the same thing it's it's kind of doubled in in the extra and premium versions of it right the first month for extra is is 15 the third the three months is 40 bucks and one year is 100 bucks that's that's the the extra version is probably not the one i'm gonna get it i'm probably gonna get the premium version where that looks like the better buy in my in my eyes one month 17.99 or 18 dollars. three month is 50 dollars, and one and one year is 120 now i'm probably gonna do the 120 so i just get done with and see how they and see how it goes and that's basically it I'm gonna give it one year to see if I like it. If I don't, cool, I'm out. Those type of thing, right? And people are gonna, and you know, I understand people are saying that 120. That's a lot, right? That's two video games, right? That's two sixty dollar video games. Like, yeah, but you know, at the same time, on my own leisure, I can play. I can play possibly a huge number of it. See what it's capable of. I haven't. I have for for a gamer myself, for a PlayStation gamer myself, I haven't bought Horizon Zero Dawn, or I haven't bought the um, the new one, the Forbidden West. I haven't played uh, i haven't played returnal i haven't bought a bunch of the games that are strictly ps5 exclusive i've been bought freaking um the kojima game that came out for playstation that had director's cut just recently it's uh with uh, norman Reedus. it's um that's stranding right so i'm gonna just yeah i'm a. it comes out in june next month yeah on the yeah, 16th almost dude and so I'm just gonna see how that goes. I can I don't I don't need to pay 120 immediately, but eventually I will. And so we'll see how this four way or this way goes into PlayStation Extra Premium, whatever it's called, man. But yeah, going from PlayStation and going, I think uh, it was weird. You had a you had a point here to make earlier, and uh, I, I I caught it and then I lost it. <laughs> I um, I was on. I will say though. Just real quick on the price here for those of you who are comparing and contrasting uh, mm-hmm. Microsoft Game Pass comparable to um, the extra mm-hmm. tier about fifteen bucks a month. 
Um, it does seem like you're getting a lot more top-tier games, no pun intended, uh, with the premium pass here on PlayStation. But it seems like, um, um, let me see, uh, I think Microsoft just has the one tier and it's going for about 15 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has a lot of uh, what would some would consider to be uh, first-run games. Uh, it has a lot of bullshit kind of old Xbox 360 games. But uh, the biggest thing, too, that mm. was announced uh, real quick uh, this past week mm. uh, was that Fortnite is uh, back on, uh, for those of you who are uh, in, you know, interested, Fortnite is now back on uh, Xbox Game Pass included in the uh, their little service. Um, Which is weird because uh, Fortnite is... The the battle royale portion of it is actually it should have been for I think do you pay for Fortnite I never was really into it and no, neither was I um yeah. I tried it I tried it desperately yeah um, I, know, I know that is yeah I know that the game has has had some late uh, has, is recurring again because like uh, because of um what do you call it the game popularity has kind of risen again in the last couple of months because of how they took out this whole thing called building in the game right where it's insane i've seen clips of it already like i i was a viewer of fortnite but never really a player and the building mechanics in the game is just crazy super super crazy they took out the building and it was just more so just like oh you can just shoot people now and have fun and so that was a lot more fun than trying to do this crazy build off with people for net for like the next three four minutes uh, so, well, you're, you were talking about the game free. Yeah, the game is free available for the PC, hmm. but hmm. for mobile, um, it was deleted off Apple's App Store as a downloadable game because uh, hmm. the creators of of Fortnite went against Apple's rules yep. and allowed yep. in-purchase gaming, in-purchase uh, making in-purchase uh, in-game purchases. Get those words hmm. in-purchase in-game purchases, which goes against Apple's. Uh, code of conduct or whatever you want to call it. Uh, so what they did was Fortnite signed with a couple of different streaming services that have apps or web apps on iOS and Android. And so now you can still play it free, but you can stream it on these cloud-based mm-hmm. games. So um, yeah, so there's there's that. Uh, moving on from uh, the gaming world to a movie that looks a lot like a video game. And that is Avatar 2, The Way of the Water, a first teaser trailer with not a lot of dialogue in it was dropped uh, thanks to Disney because, of course, it's a 20th Century Fox mm-hmm. movie, uh, Fox now owned by Disney. Um, Avatar was dropped as one of the main trailers in front of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, and it's gotten a, actually a lot of mixed reviews. A lot of fan, people that are fans of the original movie are loving it or you know it's it's another trip to pandora and mm-hmm. um getting to see all of the, the the characters returning and whatnot and again james cameron in his boundary pushing groundbreaking um uh cinematography and, and direction um but there's a lot of people that are like okay cool we saw this movie literally 14 years ago yeah and we don't care we have the avengers now and it does bring into consideration this movie came out in 2008 was the yep. highest grossing movie of all time surpassing yep. James Cameron's Titanic mm-hmm. but we now live in the day and age of 
movies like Shang-Chi and Avengers Endgame and mm-hmm. Spider-Man No Way Home and the Multiverse of Madness from Doctor Strange and uh, the Batman and Kong versus Godzilla and just all these mega, mega blockbusters that are uh, also boundary pushing. Yeah, most of them are kind of like, you know, typical epic summer blockbuster, but some of them are groundbreaking from cinematography and special effects and whatnot. Um, but uh, for its time, yeah, I'll admit Avatar was was impressive and it made 3D movie viewing uh, popular again. And if it really wasn't for Avatar, we wouldn't have stuff like Cinemark XD and, 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 you know, and 3D Hmm. and stuff like that. So um, definitely, yeah, definitely for its time, Avatar pushed out a lot. Like Avatar was the reason why we had 3D TVs come up again. Absolutely. For, for a bit. That was the reason why the, the amount of, the things that James Cameron did, and as well as the budget for the CGI, I've always said that they're trying. He's trying to do a real life Pixar movie type of thing, right? Or like as a full on Uncanny Valley, try to resemble real life as much as possible Pixar movie. And it's it's weird coming to this conclusion now in today's day and age where we're having a Avatar two. With I see I see the sentiment a lot too. Like why does that matter? We have Avengers, right? I feel like that's the reason why we should have it. For me, is because it's a bigger is a bigger um, point of contention in this microcosm of like what theater going movie going is nowadays, right? It and I see this happening a lot in other movies. If you aren't a Marvel movie, if you aren't an Avenger movie, your movie's gonna flop. It yeah. and it's sad because like as much as I got love for Mar- for you know Doctor Strange and Wanda, the Norseman Northman is a better movie, but that movie flopped this weekend too. You know, Firestarter was, which is an, an incredible classic from, uh, from oh my gosh, dude, I, I forget, oh my god, I'm miss, I'm forgetting names, dude. Uh, legendary uh, horror, legendary horror, Stephen King, right? It's it's an ama- it's an uh, Firestarter was an amazing original, you know, book written by Stephen King that came out too this week uh, last weekend, and that flopped as well. And in a different age and time, though. Before you know the the huge take of Marvel movies, these movies would probably do awesome. We would do really good. And so, looking now to the Avatar, even though I grant people will say the Avatar was one of the original OG, you know, big you know market movie, mark you know blockbuster movies. I feel like it's a good movie to have out now because you nothing can really compete in this, in terms of scale against the Marvel movies, and that sucks. Honestly, that sucks. It's uh, people are gonna say that you know, well, you know, just go like what you're gonna like, but like at the same time, if you're not, you can't compete against the budget of a Marvel movie, even no. though grant, even though granted, now it's a Disney, it is a Disney movie now, right? Yeah. It's Avatar is a Disney movie. It's it's wild to me that the only that the only type of movie that can compete in scale with a Marvel slash Disney movie is itself. That's it sucks for me. It sucks. Like, you know, are we gonna have another Mad Max with um with uh with Frank Miller? Not Frank. Is it Frank Miller? No, it's um the legendary a director who did Mad Max. Oh, uh, Ridley Scott. Mm-mm, um, was that that was Ridley Scott? They did Mad Max. There, no, no, not not original Mad Max, but Fury Road. Oh my goodness, I can't remember now. I thought it was. I thought it was. The theory, I think that's um because he's coming out with another movie as well. He uh he's coming out with 
three thousand years of long years thing. That's that movie just got George George Miller. George Miller, right? I don't think you know, could George Miller ever compete, quote unquote, on the type of scale and scope of a Marvel movie now that's backed by Disney, even though he himself did freaking Mad Max Fury Road in 2015. And so going back to Avatar, man, it's I, I feel this movie is needed. Granted, you know, it's pushed by Disney itself. And I feel like it's one of those things now where the conglomeration of of a not just franchise, but like just the cornering of a market Disney has unlocked now, which is crazy because you know Disney's gonna be known as the as the huge, huge budget, you know, consistently huge budget movies, right? Even though we just got Dune that came out last year, we don't get you know the you won't get the, we don't get the Children of Dune, which gonna be which is a spinoff series. We don't get all these other iterations of Dune. We just have Dune every two or three years. And hopefully that's enough to compete with the upcoming movies of Marvel's, you know, for away. So it's crazy. It's weird. We live in a weird freaking time where I do see nowadays where people are saying that, like, man, like, in order you have to compete in order to be Marvel to be Marvel movies, you have to be make a Marvel movie, <laughs> which is which sucks thinking about it because man, I miss just movie going. And not having to worry about if a movie flops, which they are now in in droves, which is horrible. But here we are. Yeah, um, I think the 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 good thing about cinema is that it, it can much like uh, they back in the day, you know. I think that was one of the kind of the beauties of going to Blockbuster or going to Video Depot or going to a local movie uh, video store was that you could you had these movies that did quote unquote flop or just didn't they, they got they got the kiss of death you know you had um, um, you know you have especially like in this corridor of May and June where you have movies that aren't the big blockbusters but they're you know, they're, they're movies. They're, they're movies that, that, that probably could find an audience. And they go up against Doctor Strange. They go up against Top Gun. They go up against mm. whatever. And they kind of get lost in the shuffle. Mm. And, you know, like, for example, uh, there was a, um, oh, my goodness, uh, um, movie came out this weekend. Um, granted, it's not a big blockbuster, but it has a cult following, and that's uh, that uh, that British TV show that got converted to a movie. I can't think what it's called. Um, my, my like my mom and dad went and got went and saw it, and you know it it almost won the weekend, but coming out of nowhere was uh, was Doctor Strange to win again mm. uh, for like the third or fourth weekend in a row or something like that. Yeah, but. Mm. There is oh Downton Abbey that's what it was. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so Downton Abbey came out this weekend with a movie, and I was looking at it and it's like okay they did okay they they got like ten million dollars or I don't I can't remember the exact number it was, but you look at that number and compare it to Doctor Strange, I got their ass whooped. But they weren't just they weren't supposed to get two hundred million dollars in an open weekend opening weekend mm -hmm. you know they um so. 
I think what we kind of miss, like I said, is movies like that that kind of got lost in the shuffle um, and they found Second Life uh, on the shelf of, of a movie, of a, of a video depot or a blockbuster because you have these guys that work there and they go, you have the guys like a Quentin Tarantino who, before he got his break, break in Hollywood, he was a, um, a video clerk and he watched everything, good or bad. And I think nowadays, though, with Facebook and Twitter, it's one of the few good things about movies and social media is people can go like, hey, you know what? I was scrolling through Netflix, found this movie. It stars Charlize Theron and Tom Hardy. I don't think anybody went and saw it. Dude, check it out. Uh, you know, it's called Fury Road. I think you guys would really like it. And they, they find Second Life and it gets a little cult following. And all of a sudden, the studio goes, "Hey, this this show is all of a sudden blowing up, or this movie's blowing up over here on Netflix or on Hulu or whatever." And let's think about making another one. Um, it's almost kind of like what Top Gun did. I mean, Top Gun um, got a little bit of a cult following. They didn't know what to make of it. Jerry Bruckheimer and 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 company were not the the big blockbuster machines that they are now. But you know, they took on they went on a on a limb. They cast this little unknown actor named Tom Cruise and put him in a movie with, you know, Val Kilmer and Tim Robbins and the guy from who eventually would be an ER and stuff like that. And, and I think it did okay. Um, but it kind of grew legs um, in syndication and, and on the, on the video cassette tape. So video cassette wall. So yeah, it sucks. Let's answer to go around about Jared answer your question. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it kind of sucks that these, movies kind of get lost in the shuffle but think about it though and i made this decision years ago was think about the movies that need to be seen on the big screen um movies like star wars movies like et movies mm-hmm. like jaws movies like indiana jones top gun um you know uh, uh, Dune. Hmm. Um, what was what's Fury Road? Um, oh yeah, Mad Max. Mad Max. Movies like that, big, blow them up, blue, shoot them up. Avatar, Bad Boys, uh, Titanic. You know, it's a love hmm. story, but it's an epic movie that needs to be seen on the big screen. Um, my wife and I made the decision years ago to only go to the theater if it was a movie needed to be seen in the theater. With the lone exception of Kevin Smith. We will always support Kevin Smith. I always go see his stuff. Uh, however, I think uh, the last Clerks, or not the Clerks, the last Jay and Silent Bob movie came out actually direct on digital. And after seeing it, though I laughed, it was probably a good thing I didn't pay 20 bucks to go see it in the theater. So, hmm. But um, no, I, mean, it, I, I, I see your point. Like, How do people compete? It's because the because when you look at for for me right, and I understand that I understand that every era of filmmaking or you know whatever genre takes over, you know the massive blockbuster type of thing, we have never seen disparity this much. I'm gonna say that man, like in the last what three four years, how many one billion dollar movies has coming out just yeah. from one studio? Like how do you compete against that? And, and just because the re- my reasoning is this. If every studio sees the one million dollar mark, guess what they're gonna do? They're trying to compete with the one billion dollar mark. 
instead of you know saying that they don't have the cachet basically for a universe that huge and and this goes on to my further point before we've been harping on for a long time we see the we see a lot of studios get you know freaking deer in the headlights like oh my gosh they made this much money they made 800 million they made a hundred they made uh you know four to five hundred million or a billion dollars we gotta do that so let's just jump start this whole universe in two years and expect people to shell out you know multiple you know multiple you know ten twenty dollar tickets three four five ten nights in a row to see this movie instead of like you know an actual good movie right like the northman could be and should be movie of the year it's a great fucking movie. It should be, it's it should be in, yeah, it should be in contention for, uh, for the best movie of the year, hands fucking down. But it's, uh, it's it might have that, but it's not gonna be seen as that because people are gonna look at, you know, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. I'm like, cool. And, and don't get me wrong, I watched it. You know, it's a good movie. It ain't got nothing in Northman. It really don't, man. If for a Marvel fan, sure, it'll you know, it's gonna do something for you. But like for a, just a legitimate story going experience, a movie going experience, man, Northman's better. And I yeah. feel like, but you see, but you see, you still see that huge disparity. How much money did uh, did Multiverse of Madness make already? It's, it's, it's coming up on. I think I read just before we went on the air. It's like it's approaching uh, eight hundred million worldwide. Eight hundred million. You know how much? You know how much Northman made. And I still feel it's a much better movie. Hopefully, fifty million. Maybe he'll make his money back. Maybe. And cinematography is much better. It's not. I don't have. I'm not trying to shade uh, Sam Raimi. He's a great director, legendary director. Because he has the backing of Marvel and, of course, the universe behind him. I understand why he's making it upwards to eight hundred million. But just flat out, Northman's a better movie. And it's just insane the disparity between it. And I'll I'll be the first to to always admit when you know hey I enjoyed this movie I enjoyed that movie I enjoyed mm. this movie was it the best movie of the year No this one was mm. um you know and and I'm trying to think like just for example last year and we didn't go see um a lot of movies last mm. year um but oh you know what i'll use for example um i'm gonna look it up right now because i want to want to get the, my the dates right um is hold on and it's and it was a fantastic movie it's getting a sequel okay it came out in 2019 mm -hmm. okay so 2019 for marvel okay just to put it into context for marvel we get avengers endgame biggest blockbuster movie of all time great movie um people say that at least from robert downey jr standpoint probably missed out on at least some kind of an award so mm -hmm. 2019 sees avengers endgame loved it one of my top top five marvel movies right mm -hmm. my opinion not the best movie of the year mm -hmm. best movie of the year knives out fan freaking tastic movie so um, I, I say that because I don't want people to go like, oh, you know, PS Comics, I love you. You guys are just about comic book movies and you guys are just going for, for, to 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 to
even if it's, if it's outside the genre quote genre of movies we'll 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 kiss its ass um yeah. but i have not seen norseman i i haven't even seen a trailer for it i know of it amazing um yeah. and it might be something uh i'm interested in and maybe i'll peruse it um at a later time mm-hmm. um but and I'm not. I'm not. This not. You know, it may sound like because oh, Kevin, you went and saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and why don't you go see Northman? Um, I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Maybe I'll watch the trailer. And go see it. It, yeah, but I and I think that's where I I put my point on right. Where it's not more so like you have to be some you know um movie going you know you know experiencer right type of thing. It's not more so that it's just more so now. I feel like it's going to. A lot of these movies, a lot of these great movies, aren't even probably gonna come out in theater if it if it not can't, can't compete, but more so like can't have doesn't have enough to make it to make back its budget type of stuff, right? Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Where I understand that you know this is that's the same argument for every other movie in all of existence, right? But when compared to now, where we, there's this mindscape of people now, if you're not a Marvel fan in today's age, you're not gonna go watch any other movie type of thing, right? If, if you're a Marvel fan, you're not really gonna go out your comfort zone to go watch other movies in a genre that isn't Marvel. And we've seen multiple, I, I've seen multiple um, polls come up saying that, yeah, like a lot of people are just going to go watch Marvel movies or, or superhero S type of movies. Right. Yeah. While you know, Northman, while uh fucking, I forget, the amazing Michelle. Oh my gosh. I forgot her name, but the, the aunt for in Shang-Chi, Michelle, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the oh my god, the quote, the quote real multiverse movie. Yeah, like for the movie that she made, uh, anywhere, everywhere, all and all at once. That's a great fucking movie too. I feel like that's probably one of her best movies of all time, for her. And it's a crazy movie, but people are gonna remember her more for Shang Chi that, that year than anything else. And so it's one of those things where like, you know, okay, if they didn't do that movie and it didn't do great. It might go on Netflix or it might go on some type of live streaming service, right? And that's fine. It's just that for me, the biggest thing is like you, you never want to hamper the artist, right? Yeah. And you give the artist, you know, instead of having them a, a full-on budget movie, you give them a budget TV show. That's my biggest thing. Like uh, to, to see something in all its glory. That's why I, That's why I love Dune for what it fucking is. You gave a guy who's a fan of the series, full-on fan nerd of the series, the money to do Dune correctly. Granted, he did cut, he did cut out some parts of it because you know it's you only fit so much in a two-plus-hour movie, you know. And so that's understandable, but like overall, it's been pretty damn like loyal to you know to the source material. That's what I want, man. I want artists to be loyal to their ideas. To be uh, to be full on wanting their ideals and their dreams to really played out and not be hampered by the studio by saying that oh this can't you by looking at yourself like saying oh this won't be able to compete against Marvel blah blah, blah or DC blah, blah blah so instead of giving out giving you a budget for this type of movie we'll give you a budget for maybe we'll put it on a we'll put it out on a streaming site we'll give you money for Netflix we'll give you Netflix money <laughs> and expect Netflix CGI ugh ugh. So that, I think that's my biggest thing, man. Well, let us know in the comments below, too, guys, what you think about uh, going back. What do you guys think about PlayStation uh, and the PlayStation Plus tiers? What do you want to see? What do you do? You agree with myself? 
and maybe they the PlayStation thinks about adding, or, you know, negotiating with the the distributors and uh, getting maybe an early release date or JR like the JR said, maybe get in a couple of hours early. What are some of the things you'd like to see added to PlayStation Plus? Plus, what do you think about these movies? Um, are we over, are we seeing a oversaturation? When I mean, they've been talking about this for the last couple of years, that there's going to be viewer fatigue, that we're going to see a down downward spiral of um, a downward spiral of of, of what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, the bubble's going to pop. The, the bubble's, bubble's going to burst, burst a little bit on these these comic book movies, and yeah, and I think Kevin Feige knows that too, because he's to to go, to segue here. He is. It may seem like he is just cranking them out, and I think part of that is he he answers to a higher power. In this case, Bob Chappick, the CEO of the Walt Disney Corporation, and that it is no secret that Marvel is the number one view, viewed product on Disney+. Plus. And that was evident when Kevin Feige came out and said the number one the number one most viewed show uh, of, of Marvel, at least, on Disney+, Plus is Loki. Um, it has been the most viewed show. So those numbers are finally starting to come. People are asking, like, okay, what's been the most popular? And I, they kind of hinted at that yeah, Loki was number one. I think Falcon the Winter Soldier was number two. Hmm. Um, WandaVision was three. And then I think it was What If, Hawkeye, and Moon Knight. Hmm. Now, in their defense, Moon Knight just finished, what, two, three weeks ago? Yeah. WandaVision, I think the reason it's that low is because a lot of people bailed on WandaVision. Yeah. After the after opening week, after the opening night, because though they did give you two episodes on the first night, it it was so weird that people are like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, I have your attention, man. Yeah, yeah. Falcon the Winter Soldier, which by the way, I started rewatching it today because I was up at four o'clock in the morning, and um, so good. I I was because I, I wanted to go back and I wanted to see what made it so good that you and I were just drooling over it a year ago. And mm. it really boils down to the Isaiah Bradley stuff um, and, and whatnot. And I really still wish that they would do a show on that. But I just watched Loki, watched the entire series last weekend, and it's no secret. First, Tom Hiddleston is a superstar. Tom yeah. Hiddleston is an amazing actor, and it's a well-written show. It's it's a think piece, but it's fun, and it's weird, and it and it involves itself in the ever growing multiverse angle that that Phase Four is bringing. Yep. Speaking of Phase Four, let's talk about the ever growing lineup of characters that are coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, starting mm-hmm. in less than three weeks. Actually, less than four weeks. Yeah. On June eighth, we get Miss Marvel starring. Iman Valani and Aramis Knight premieres like yep. on June 8th on Disney Plus. Miss Marvel, of course, is based on the ever so popular comic book character of the same Malcolm. name. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a Pakistan, Pakistani American uh, teenager living in Jersey City, uh, Jersey, and yep. uh, she gets superpowers. Now, JR, let's talk about the controversy about her powers. In the comic book, she is able to manipulate her size. 
She yep. can grow to gigantic sizes, stretch a la Mr. Fantastic. Uh, she also is able to grow disproportionate her, her appendages, almost kind of like to the point of like uh, Green Lantern. Yep. Um, and in the comic book, she's an inhuman, which means she went through terogenesis. She came out an inhuman, and people are wondering, what's an inhuman? An inhuman means that at least one of your parents is an alien. The other parent is human. I, I, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this because it's to my, it's to my, uh, it's to my comic viewers. Inhumans are your model minorities <laughs> in comparison to mutants, right? There are there are two types of second class citizens esque, right, in the Marvel universe. There's actually a couple. There's actually a couple, but specifically in the, especially on Earth. Right, there are mutants and inhumans. Inhumans, oh yeah, inhumans are your model minorities. Yeah, the lowest. There, there, really are treated, even though they come from a royal family. Think about how they're being treated. To the point, the inhumans comparisons to mutants. Well, I mean, from from not from not in the storyline because in the storyline, yes, inhumans are treated better than mutants. But as a consume, like, uh, but as like an actual group of characters mm. from our vantage point, okay. Marvel gives two shits more about mutants and the X Men books for 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 good reason. X Men sells. I mean, here, here's the thing. I will give you a couple. Other than, like, I feel like those couple years, granted, because of Fox and you know Marvel and Disney slash Marvel beefing. Right, they just destroyed every X Men combo that came out, yes. right? In that span of like what 2012 to like 2018 until Hitman took over, no, 2019, 2018, yeah, when Hitman took over, right, to bring back X Men. But like that, that, that couple years, man, specifically, there was no mutant books, they yeah. killed they off Wolverine, they killed they off Wolverine out. because yeah. of it. They have come out and said uh, Kevin Feige made a comment. They asked about the the controversy around Miss Marvel's powers. Yeah, and he came out and basically said that the reason she has the powers in the movie the way she is portrayed, where they come and then the most recent teaser trailer has hinted at there are, there's some yeah. bracelets that she puts on that gives her her powers. Now in the comic book we mentioned she's an Inhuman. She goes through Terogenesis. Yep. She comes out with these powers. Um, Kevin Feige has come out and said that the reason that when that character was created back in the mid 2000s, that her powers were the, the reason she was given the powers that she was and was made an inhuman was because they Marvel was pushing the inhumans who have been around for years, been around for decades. Yeah. Um, they started pushing the Inhumans. Not to say that that Kamala Khan was going to be a mutant. She wasn't. She was just going to be. She was actually. They said that Kamala said that the powers that she has in the TV show were the powers she was supposed to have in the comic books. But because they were trying to push Inhumans, like Jr. said, over the mutants in the comic book and uh, comic book distribution, that um, Marvel Comics forced the creators to make Kamala Khan an Inhuman rather than just give her these cosmic powers. So what Feige is trying to say, and I think it's a I really and truly, and I, I, I like Kevin. I've never met him, but I like him. 
I think he's a good businessman. He's a good producer. He's a good storyteller. I think he's 100% full of shit on this one. I think he's trying to save face um, amongst um, viewers and trying to like... um, Yeah, they're trying to retcon her. They're trying to retcon her, yeah. And and really what's funny is I think they've silenced the creators of of Kamala Khan into saying that it's true. Um, Like, what can you... Yeah, you can't really compete especially when like yeah that that, that was my problem too originally yeah. when, when kevin got held of like you know being ahead of all of the comics as well it's just like he's gonna look for more of like the mcu because that makes yeah. the money that that pays for everything that pays for all the yeah. bills and stuff and, but like i understand why now comparisons to like why they gave her you know powers of a fucking you know power stone type of thing type of thing right is because we're actually gonna get we're gonna get Mr. Fantastic. You can't have two people in the same timeline have very similar powers to each other and try to explain, oh no, she's inhuman. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you know, when you have cool. him in a movie. Oh, sorry, spoilers, motherfuckers. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. I gotta put it up there. I was gonna be a little bit more diplomatic about it and just say, ladies fuck and gentlemen, no. Kevin Feige doesn't completely hate inhumans. Yeah. Um, tell a story real quick for those who don't know. Uh, years ago, when they announced, I believe it was Phase Three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they it was the one it was the 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 big release. It was at the um, it was at the El Capitan Theater in in L.A. And it was the day that they introduced Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa. Yeah. They were getting ready to announce Captain America: Civil War. Um, they also announced. Um, that they were going to do an Inhumans movie. The Inhumans movie was uh, basically uh, Ron Perlmutter, I think his name is, who was running yeah. Marvel Entertainment at the time, went to Bob Iger and said, hey, um, basically, we need to say fuck you to the X-Men. We need our answer to the X-Men. Make Kevin Feige do this movie. Feige didn't want to do it. He said it didn't fit. Um, and so they basically forced him to make this movie. Well, when they went into pre-production, it wasn't working. Kevin Feige turned around, went to Bob Iger and said, listen, it's not going to work. This movie is going to flop massively. If Promoter wants to make it, he can have it and he can go play with it in the, te- the television department. He did the movie, the TV show. They partnered up with IMAX. I think they found out that you at the time you couldn't translate what they uh, a true in human story onto the small screen yeah. with the budget that, um, that they were given and it, it bombed and basically inhumans were brushed away um, to the point where I think that was one of the reasons why we never got a crossover with agents of shield because agents of shield made inhumans on their show canon yeah. and they're one of their major characters, Chloe Bennett's uh, Daisy Johnson an inhuman quake, which she is in the comic books. Um, and uh, I think, that was, I think that really is one of the reasons why Chloe and a lot of the other characters didn't cross over to the, the Marvel cinematic universe was because they were dipped rich in, in inhuman blood. Um, but again, spoiler alert, let's just say that Kevin Feige might be softening on the inhuman side yeah. of things. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I, th- I feel also, too, it had a lot to do, not just with Kevin, but Sam. <laughs> right? 
Sam Raimi is an awesome fucking director too. And so and so just seeing the scene, spoiler alert, motherfuckers, you see spoiler. Mr. Fantastic. And right? you and see in the you see Black Bolt. Black Bolt. You see comic accurate Black Bolt. And it's the same actor who played Black Bolt in the Inhuman. So you are Which basically acknowledging the existence of this ver uh, that Inhumans exist yeah, yeah, in the grand yeah. the, the grand scheme of um and by the and way, the the, the, the actor's name, I, I I really think he. I mean, for a character who doesn't speak, yeah. um, I think uh, uh, Anson Mount, who by the way is also doing um, the new Star Trek show yeah. on Paramount Plus, was a good for, for a guy who cannot speak. He had a good and relies heavily on and his physical acting. Did a fantastic yeah. job. It's yeah. I will. I will give you kind of a little bit of pushback though. I don't know if this will full on, full on be the whole like because you know, MCU was weird with can with retcon with canon, right? MCU was the the MCU universe is just weird with retconning. I don't know if it's gonna full on give credence like oh yeah, that means all the inhuman stuff in the in the TV show is legit. Nah, I don't. I don't know if it's gonna be going that far. I will say though, I feel like it's Sam Raimi being a fan. I must say yeah. that. Sam Raimi being a fan, and so which yeah. which that's good to hopefully adhere to. Maybe somewhere down the line we will possibly get something from humans. But like, yeah, like it's there's a lot of inconsistencies in this. Just seeing there's a lot of inconsistencies in, in Multiverse of Madness. We'll get to that eventually, right? At, maybe we'll do something with uh with you know after our review with Dark Knight, we'll talk we'll talk about Multiverse of Madness. But like, yeah, it's just there's been. A, some a couple of inconsistencies with the movie itself, but as well as like you know them calling themselves Earth Six One Six, which is a big fucking no no. That's a whole. We will get into a full on Doctor Strange breakdown yeah. in the coming weeks. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll save that for uh, our season three, which will be coming out sometime later this summer. But I, uh, I got sorry, sorry. No, I just gotta say this fucking one thing, man. I got a rant. I got a rant, like not not so about rants, but like just gotta say like the. The smartest man in the multiverse says something so incredibly stupid like, hey, this guy, again, spoiler, can destroy you with just a whisper from his mouth. Smartest man in the universe, by the way. Took on so shows, sh yeah, shows his cards. Shows yeah. his cards immediately to a being that they obviously are, you know, you know, thinking it isn't anybody, and, and yeah. so it's like again, like I, but like going back to going back to Mister Fantastic, right, and seeing my boy John Krasinski, yeah, don that you know that dude, he got the fucking facial structure. That's it, yeah. square jaw. Looking like freaking looking like art germ, Mr. Fantastic, right? For those, who yeah, don't know. all right, yeah, you're looking like art germ, Mr. Fantastic, which is fucking great. I can't wait to see Emily, hopefully. I don't know. And again, this is me, even even though I just said, like, you we don't know what's going to happen, we don't know what's happening. I'm, I'm trying to fucking will this specific one into the goddamn multiverse. This is gonna fucking happen. He's my goddamn Mr. Fantastic, all right? He's my, he's my goddamn Mr. Fantastic. I'm, I'm happy they. Did and some some justice granted of how what happened to him, <laughs> you know. This is the most idiotic fucking Illuminati of all time, the most idiotic Illuminati. The only thing, the only saving grace from it was 
the, the way they kill Thanos, I guess. And, uh, and of course, uh, spoiler again, Mr. X, I, even though I did Wakanda, you know, uh, Dr. X, even though I did Wakanda. And so Xavier was there and, uh, yeah, he's just, it's just, man, the Illuminati sucked. It's, it's horrendous how much they sucked, but at the same time, I get why they sucked. Yeah, they, they, they had to prove a point to, to get to the, to the third arc. And, and yeah, I, I didn't like that part of it. But again, that's a, a story for another, another day. Another I will day. say, though. Mr. Fantastic, hey. Kamala Khan. I understand why she, why I understand why Kamala Khan has different powers now. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm still gonna look for everyone's like, yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, fuck you, you're gonna I'm watch it. Watch Shut it, up, you're gonna watch it, and you're gonna you like pay, it, bitch. You gotta fuck you <laughs> pay fifteen dollars already for Disney Plus. You're gonna watch yeah. it, bro. Same people that speaking of which other people saying that the next show we're gonna talk about, they're not gonna watch. Fuck you, you're gonna watch it. She Hulk, attorney at law. They got their yep. first trailer dropped yep. uh earlier this week. Of course, yep. we see the logo change, a new name, and I'm telling you. I think kind of again partnering up with the other news that happened this week, which we'll end on. Yeah. Um, I honestly think we're going to see some crossovers more than what yeah. we just saw in the, in, in yeah. the uh, trailer. Um, the soon. CGI oh, looks yeah. a little weak, but that I think yeah. has been always been the case with early movie trailers and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I'm not too worried about it. I'm still going to watch it. I think it's going to be fun. Um, yeah. is, I really think I was talking to someone about this the other day. She-Hulk to me, I think is going to be just like how She-Hulk is in the comic book. And I think she's just going to be there. Yeah. Is, are there going to be a huge team up and she's going to be the part of the new Avengers? Probably not. Yeah. But I mean, it, it looks good to touch on a, sorry, starting of course, touch on Lazani, Mark Ruffalo, a bunch of other people. I, we, I did see in the trailer, I think I saw Satania in there. Right, and I, yeah. I uh, first printed Tanya, and I got first print. I bought first print of Tanya like months way back too. So, but like just looking at it, the one thing that I'm disappointed in, right, is how much they heavily rely on CG. Sure, for just her being her, I yeah, was kind of totally. hoping. I was yeah, I was kind of hoping that like they would have like a stand-in. You know, uh, granted, it's hard to find. You know, six foot, six foot something stand-ins who are you know IFBB pros. You you don't. You don't see a lot of like you know women who are in like like you know muscle swimsuit competitions who are six nine seven foot, you know. Diana Taurasi. Diana Taurasi doesn't have any muscle though. That's the difference. Yeah, I got love. I like I love Diana, but like a lot of the women in the WNBA, they have WNBA bodies, right? And that's that's fine. When you but you know you're looking at She Hulk, and She Hulk is kind of like in that process of like having a show body for like bodybuilding and and uh what do you call it crossfit body yeah like the, the last person that probably could have been able to do that role it was long yeah. long since gone and that would have been china um Joni I, was thinking, I was thinking gina too actually gina carano gina carano absolutely i just the problem with gina carano she's she is above average height for a woman but she's not six she's not six nine yeah 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 i know what you mean you you kind of want to see her them do kind of the um the um I mean, the old Incredible Hulk from the nineteen yeah. seventies. What was his name? Luke Ferrigno. Um, Luke, Luke Ferrigno. Ferrigno wasn't, kind of, yeah, he was. He wasn't super tall either, though. Luke. No, but they just should. he's six one six two. I mean, he's not six gigantic, two? but they he's they, not Arnold. I mean, he's, he's, yeah, he's freaking wide, and yeah, they also shot him. 
Yeah, correctly. that's what I'm, so, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm following, even though I'm, I'm probably going to expose myself, I'm following a bunch of FVB pros because I've been in the, you know, I've been trying to get into the, not bodybuilding game, but like, you know, working out and stuff. But like, there are models out there that like, that can pull off that look that have pulled off She-Hulk cosplays that are IFBB, that are, you know, competing Ripley? right now. And so Rhea like, Ripley? Hmm? Rhea Ripley? No, no, I'm thinking about another one. I don't uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying I like, everyone's I'm all like, up on Rhea's nuts right now. So yeah, no, there, there's a, there's a Hawaiian. Uh, she, she's from Hawaii. IFBB pro. I have, I'm following her right now on Instagram, but like, yeah, she cosplays on, on when she could. And like, she looks great as she Hulk. I'm like, yeah, fuck when they freaking hired her as a stand in. And, and, and maybe it's something they'll consider down the road. Um, you know, like I said, trailer looks good. It looks funny. I, I think it's going to be up there like a Hawkeye level show. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not expecting a whole lot out of either this or Miss Marvel. Um, I think Today. more so out of Miss Marvel because I think that they are, um, yeah, angling themselves for a champion slash Young Avengers slash West Coast Avengers style team yep. with her and Kate Bishop and potentially Nova uh, in the coming uh, in the coming years. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I, it should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it, uh, and it comes out on August 17th. Of course, there was rumors yep. that after the reaction to the initial trailer, they actually might push back the release date. But I think I bet you they still hit that August 17th deadline. Yeah. Which, by the way, brings the grand total of three Marvel properties hitting, um, hitting the uh, the the world this summer. Of course, like we mentioned, Miss Marvel on June 8th. We will get Thor: Love and Thunder. In early July, and then we will get She-Hulk in August. Now, there is plenty more coming out this year, including the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special in December. Now, no mention has been made to the, quote, Marvel Halloween special that was supposed to uh, come out this year and uh, see the first Werewolf by Night appearance. Uh, That Mm -hmm. is not on the docket, so I don't know if that maybe has been scrapped or pushed back to next year. Uh, but the show that continues to get to come up and kind of is indecisive, they're going to do a 22 or a 23 release, is Secret Invasion. The show, of course, is based on the popular comic book that came out earlier this year, or sorry, um, came out back, I think, in the early 2000s. And of course, it yeah. features uh, the uh, members of the Scroll Nation who came to Earth over the course of the last few decades and inhabited, or not inhabited, they, they um, copied. The appearance yeah. of multiple major Marvel characters and infiltrated places like Shield, Sword, and uh, and, and the Avengers. Uh, and of course, they're going to loosely adapt that. But of course, as we know over the course of the last few years, that the Kree have been labeled more of the um, invaders, invaders, the the more yeah. the enemies, the bad guys, and yeah. that the Scrolls are more the, um, the 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 good guys, so to speak, the the, yeah. the victims of so to speak. Um, a big story, and I wanted to get your opinion on this, Jr. This is again bordering on spoiler alert territory. Mm-hmm. The director or one of the creators of Secret Invasion has come out and said that the um that or sorry, Kevin Feige has come out and said that the events of Secret Invasion take place during the five year period between Infinity War and Endgame. So we're going to see what took place during yeah. the blip something we've never seen before. If you think about it, we have not seen what took place in that five-year period 
during the blip. And we're going to see that with Secret Evasion. So you're probably wondering, well, wait a minute, Kevin. In a lot of the promo art for Secret Invasion, we saw Nick Fury. What the hell? Because at the end of Infinity War, we saw Nick Fury get dusted along with Maria Hill, who's also yep. set to appear in this movie. And Kevin yep. Feige and the director and the creator of Secret Invasion to come out and said, the version of, of Nick Fury and Maria Hill that you will see in Secret Invasion are the real Nick Fury and Maria Hill. And that the you will find out that the the Nick Fury and Marie Hill that are dusted at the end of Infinity War were scrolls. Hmm. So they didn't go as far as saying that they were Talos and his wife, who we hmm. saw at the end of of uh, Far From Home, but we do know that prior to the events of Avengers: Infinity War, Nick Fury, the real Nick Fury went to space and that's where we saw him of course in far from home and that um which of course that took place after the blip mm -hmm. but um we do know at some point he comes down to earth and, and is involved in secret war so or secret invasion so uh maybe we're going to see that sometime this year maybe early 2023 um, I do know that um, after Star Wars Celebration, which I think is finishing up, is it this weekend or is it next weekend? I don't recall. Yeah. But um, that we get Obi-Wan this this Wednesday. Yeah. And we are supposedly going to get Andor sometime this summer. So pretty mm -hmm. busy. Uh, yeah. But real quick so to kind of wrap things up. On, was there, wasn't there a question for me? Or no? No. The question I was going to ask you is... What do you think of this uh, of this the stuff about? Um, of, uh, I'm sorry, I meant to to chase a rabbit about Andor and yeah. Star Wars and Celebration. Yeah. What I want to get to is what did you think of this this revelation, so to speak, of uh, of Nick Fury's fate in the uh, greater MCU storyline? I don't like it. It kind of like feels it. kind of hokey, backhanded a little bit. Yeah, it feels hokey in a sense. Like it's like. You you have this amazing scene of like one Samuel Jackson being dusted before saying motherfucker, right? Yeah, and you, like you want that to have like granted I understand from a from a story perspective like you know, okay you you can't have you know Talos and someone else you know try to try to throw away billions upon billions of dollars to you know from government saying that hey let's build something in the sky in outer space and for them to do that I get that you need actual you know Nick Fury to do that but like it's I don't know. It's it feels hokey to me, and so I would understand. I would. I'm a, initially I don't like it, but then I'm probably sit on it for a couple for a while and see where does it you know where does it pan out narratively. So I think that's my thing. Like I I would understand the process of like you need Nick Fury if this is if this is a new scenario to say hey. We're kind of out in the open, you know, in space. The majority of our people are gone. So let's see what we have and try to build something in the sky to protect us. And so, but overall, it's kind of like, uh, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Granted, just the, the biggest thing, the biggest thing, you know, winning me over is, is Amelia Clark. So I'm, I'm okay with oh, it. Oh, absolutely. I'm, so I'm, that's the biggest thing. And they have yet to come out to say what her character is going to, is going to be. Uh, yeah. I know a lot of people are speculating it, uh, what it's who who she's going to be, but I am really kind of curious to see what Amelia Clark uh, does play. Uh, 
Side note, yeah. of course, we saw a trailer for House of Dragons, which comes out later this summer as well. Uh, we'll end on this. Yeah. Some interesting news, JR. Mm-hmm. Though it has not officially been seen on any Marvel website or any of their Marvel social media, but it has been officially reported by the Hollywood Reporter that uh-huh. Disney has hired a writing staff, more, I'm sorry, more specifically showrunners, to bring back Daredevil. That's right. Charlie Cox will be back as the man with no fear uh, in a, not a reboot, but a continuation of the stories told on Netflix. That's right. They are going to take the, the, the three seasons of Daredevil that we saw and say, listen, we're not, maybe we're not going to pick up right where they left off, but those shows exist. We're acknowledging that. This is not just Charlie Cox playing a new Daredevil. This is Charlie Cox playing that Daredevil. And the Charlie Cox that we saw in No Way Home, spoiler alert, is that Daredevil. The Kingpin that we saw, spoiler alert, in Hawkeye, it's that Wilson Fisk. So good on Marvel for doing that. Again, no official word from Marvel, but The Hollywood Reporter has said that Disney has hired a writing staff, most specifically showrunners, to do the new Daredevil show. and also, and the uh, the post had to be manipulated, had to be, I think, taken down and then reposted, was that not only is Daredevil returning to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but two, uh, uh, two others of the four Defenders are returning, and that would be Kristen Ritter's Jessica Jones and Michael Coulter's Luke Cage. Of course, that was going to happen. I am stoked about that. Yeah, if you have never seen Jessica Jones, by the way, shame on you. It is a fantastic show, well written, well acted, mm-hmm. well directed. The music is great, the cinematography is great. David Tennant in season one is an amazing villain. Who, by the way, can we address the fact that the doctors from Doctor Who, there are four that have gone on to play comic book characters, they've all played villains. Um, it's so great. So, yeah, go if you your homework for this week, folks. If you haven't seen it, go watch Jessica Jones, at least season one on uh, on Disney+. Plus. But yeah, um, they had posted something together and had put like hashtag Luke Cage, hashtag um, Jessica Jones, hashtag Defenders, hashtag MCU. Hmm. And then it got taken down and then they said about like something about like meeting up, picking up their kids from kindergarten or something like that. But uh, yeah, um, three of the four defenders are going to be making their return the only one that has been officially unofficially announced has been a daredevil season four um and that will be coming to disney plus and uh i think it's a far gone conclusion that not only is charlie cox's matt murdoch but i think that vincent d'onofrio's wilson fisk will be appearing in echo which is now in production and i have to imagine that matt murdoch is going to appear in shield Yeah, I mean, I also there also were were some like stills dropped for Echo as well. They they showed the actress who plays her, and I I think her, she's not more so. I can't say that her gear is updated. It just feels like if uh, the initial still that they posted felt like it was just a couple of weeks after the events of Hawkeye, and so they did they did post that. It looks cool. It looks great. You know, that's the type of thing that I'm happy for. Um, what's it called as well? Who else? I'm there. I know inevitably they're going to do Iron Fist. I just they, they got to try to figure out where he's going to fit, though. I wonder if they're going to maybe put him into a Shang-Chi type of universe. Maybe they're going to recast him. Hopefully I'm not I'm not holding my breath. 
I, I don't really I don't know how don't to feel really, about that yet. I don't really care. Granted, it's Denny Rand, but at the same time, it's like we have Shang-Chi there. You know, it's it's the same kind of aspect of like you have you know, Mr. Fantastic technically there, and you have you know you have Mr. Fantastic and you have um you you have a Kamala Khan. It's like two two people that have similar powers. They're like, uh, okay, we'll see how this goes, type of things. Yeah. I, I would like to see Finn Jones's version of Iron Fist come back. I have no problem with Finn Jones, but I think there's going to be if they're going to do the martial art as- aspect of the Iron, the Immortal Iron Fist, he's going to need to dedicate himself better than he did um, in season one of, of of Iron Fist. But I don't think they give him a full fledged Iron Fist season three. No. I think that they need to do Heroes for Hire. That yeah. way, you can kind of hide any kind of weaknesses that Finn Jones has. I, I get it. Marvel has recast characters uh, before. I don't have anything against Finn Jones other than the fact that he kind of phoned it in in season one with his martial arts. Um, he fought, he fought. Like, he, here's my problem with him, and you know this. When half of the, when a majority of martial arts stuntsmen who were on the legendary Shang-Chi team, right? Yeah. Talk about the work ethic that was gone in to Iron Fist. That should tell you something. Just yeah. gonna say that. <laughs> By the way, I, uh, if you haven't yeah. seen the behind the scenes of uh, of Shang Chi, you can. I would highly recommend going to see watch that on uh, on Disney Plus and the amount of work that again to go back and say probably one of the best show most movies from twenty twenty one was Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. But Simu Liu, I mean, he went dove in head first he's like i am going to make this uh uh badass so uh guys let us know there's the text line too by the way ps comics i love you text line 760-424-2848 uh you can text us during the show you can always comment uh on instagram or you comment on our youtube our twitch our facebook or our twitter feed and the comments come right to our studio if you ever want to send comments our way please do but uh, let us know in the comments below on any of the the video streams what you thought of today's show. What do you think of everything? What do you think about uh, Sony and their new PlayStation Plus? What did you think of the um, She-Hulk trailer? What do you think of, of um, the revelation of Miss Marvel? Um, what do you think of Avatar? I mean, is this going to be good or bad? It's probably, you know, it's going into the holiday the holiday uh, um, movie season, which usually is pretty light. Um, so it probably will be a, a good fit for, for Avatar. Uh, which, by the way, I will say this: anything that Cameron uh, that James Cameron's done has always had an effect down the line. You look at a movie like yeah. Abyss. We don't get Terminator. We don't get dozens of other movies mm-hmm. without Terminator Two. I mean, Terminator Two, my God change the game on special effects with the way they did um the uh the 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 t1000 the terminator the actual the the liquid guy yeah um i can even go as far as say that the stuff he did with titanic changed the game avatar like jr mentioned avatar single-handedly sold 3d televisions in the the late 2000s so I'm saying this about Avatar. I saw what they sh- how they shot Avatar 2, which, by the way, a lot of it is going to take place underwater. 
maybe they'll figure out how to shoot movies underwater before they do any more Aquaman movies or I they mean, do the name more Submariner, any name more movies. So, um, Grant to James Cameron with Abyss. It wasn't that great either. So, but we'll see how that goes. But Abyss was a it was ahead of its time back in the 1980s, but it was groundbreaking for its, its special effects. It was scary too. Just just hearing some, hearing the uh, I, I don't know, it was abstract movie or someone else were like, yeah. So with like just hearing the thought process of like a star, it's like when when you give a star saying that. So yeah, you're gonna hold your breath. You're gonna hold your breath for, you know, underwater for for about two minutes. We're gonna be about a hundred feet underwater. <laughs> yeah, go from point A to point B. Yeah, and it's gonna be one take. If you don't do this, we gotta do it again, or most likely you're dead. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> and so it's like ah, that's kind of crazy, man, for his time. But hey, man, hey, uh, dredge like that. There, there, uh, there's a method to their madness, man. But going back onto it, yeah, it's it's uh, it's cool to see. We're gonna see what what Avatar does. But at the same time, my bonus pick though with Avatar specifically, right? Is that when it did sell a bunch of 3D movies or 3D uh 3D TVs? There's a bunch of these, you know, you know, unnecessary 3D movies that came out. One of the biggest ones, as you know, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. And the uh and the horrendous fucking Resident Evil 3D that we got, which was back in like what 2013, 2014, or something like that, was so fucking horrendous, bro. Bro, yep. uh, granted, I'm not a huge fan of Resident Evil movies anyway, but in order to put 3D, your CGI had to be worse. It was so bad. So bad. But uh, neither, neither here or there with, with a lot of these, with a lot of the, um, you know, uh, moving and shaking of, you know, yeah. first things to do what happened in, in movies. You get a lot of like copycat people and a lot of stuff that are done horrendously bad. So that was just one of the things that happened. Resident Evil and my beloved franchise of all time just turned to shit because of 3D. So here we go. But yeah, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much for staying up with us on a Sunday night. Uh, I will put this out there. I just looked at my schedule. I might not be back in time to be able to do Obi-Wan on Wednesday. So we may have to move that to uh, Thursday or Friday. I just realized I've got an event I have to go to. So um, be looking for that. We'll try and make it work, but most likely it's going to have to get pushed a couple of days. I am really looking forward to this because of the uh, the, the the implications, kind of the implications, and and plus the, some of the uh, the reviews it's getting early on. So um, hmm. yeah, be looking forward to that. It comes out on Wednesday on Disney Plus. Again, he is excuse me, Jr. Kambakungan, also not Jr. Comics forty two on Instagram, and yeah. uh, help him. Buy better internet by buying some of his comic books. Buy a better chair. Buy a better He's, chair uh, that broke that him uh that him and his sister broke. Uh just me, just me first and then her later on. And then, eventually. <laughs> she told me about what happened. She was trying to sit in her something like that. It broke more. What'd you do? Poor yeah. <laughs> Candace. It is, it is what it is. It's all good. Yeah, I am Kevin Pillow at Voice of Reason 23 on all social media platforms. And uh, guys, thank you so much. We're going to get out of here. Uh, I got to get to bed and uh, wake up and start a whole another day of uh, of work. Got to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Damn. Hopefully this shoulder doesn't uh, keep me up all night. So, All right, guys. Thanks. Uh, and again, uh, find us. Oh, by the way, we'll go throw this out there real quick. Um, hmm. There you go. 
always do this. Uh, you can find us on all social media platforms. Um, again, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, to name a few. Twitch now. JR is going to be rocking some uh, some games on Twitch. Yep. Uh, so you're to check that out. We tried YouTube. Doesn't work. Go over to the Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv. Yeah. I still might I still might post some stuff on on YouTube anyway just to just to have a catalog. But then yeah, just most of my stuff though for Ghost of Tsushima is gonna be on Twitch. I'm trying probably do another playthrough of Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, I'm probably gonna cut out a lot of the nudity because there is nudity in the game. I mean like yeah, my dude, my dude, <laughs> my last two characters, their their stuff just swinging, <laughs> so just swinging in the wind. I'm like all right, cool. I gotta I gotta I gotta <laughs> match Twitch TOS. So yeah. <laughs> If you guys are watching our YouTube channel and are watching the, the video version of our show right now, don't forget you yeah. can download the audio version on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor.fm, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. For those of you who are listening to us down the road, thank you for supporting our audio format. But don't forget you can catch this show live on mm-hmm. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook Watch, YouTube, Twitch.tv, and on Twitter. Check it out. So thanks, guys, so much. Have a great night. We will see you sometime in the very near future when we do do our Batman episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, maybe we'll do Batman and Doctor Strange. Who knows? At the same time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Probably. Have a great night. Peace. Peace.